Hello everyone, my name is Jenna and I'll be your host for your Entrepreneur Sisters podcast. I wanted to first give you a warm welcome to the show. <laughs> if you take out the if you take out the word yes. So let me tell y'all something real quick. So I did not intentionally have the initial to be yes, okay? But it just so happened when I was going through the process and just praying about it, about the name of the show, Your Entrepreneur Sister was the one show name that popped out out of all of it. So yes, the show, the initial is definitely, I mean, the initial is definitely Y-E-S, but it was not intentional. But anyways, this podcast is mainly to hear about believers' stories of how they answer the call to Christ, how they handle their business, and encourage those that need to go ahead and walk in faith for whatever business that the Lord has placed in your heart. This show welcome unbelievers of Jesus Christ and those who are in a dark place or those who just simply just need encouragement. As a believer of the gospel, I wanted to make sure that those who do not walk with Christ hear real life conversation from believers' stories, saying yes while following Christ and handling business. So I hope you enjoy this show as much as possible. Thank you for listening. Do not forget to subscribe because every week on Wednesday, we have a new show for you. I hope you enjoy the interview as much as possible. All right, y'all. <laughs> We have Valerie Eddy here speaking with me. She is a child of God first. She's a wife, a mother of two boys, a canner. She creates jam, spices, soup, and desserts. She is serving the Buffalo, New York location with her products. There are eight different locations to where you can find her products, and it will definitely be listed on the show notes. Valerie, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Just pushing through. So God be the glory. Push it through. How are you feeling today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Oh, nice. So we want to go ahead and start off first with your testimony. How did you say yes to Christ? Oh, that's a rough one to start with. Okay. So yes to Christ. I was born and raised Catholic. So I was always a believer since a young, very young age. So there was no like epiphany or like he was just always part of my life. So, but my walk got stronger on an individual base as I got older. After I became a mother, life changed. It just changed. And my, my walk with him became much stronger and it is still growing every day. I am no way in shape perfect. <laughs> I still have a lot of my old ways that I need to be molded out of, but every day is, an, is a constant change. So it's a constant, it's constant work in progress and there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Oh yeah. <laughs> like every day we got to sit up here and make a conscious decision, make time for him every morning and then just continue to pick up our cross and walk. So absolutely. And as you're making these desserts, oh, I just want to go ahead and fly to New York and get some right now. <laughs> The soups, the spices, the jams. I just want it all right now to speak into you. How did you start up? <laughs> How did you decide you wanted to go ahead and go on that route of business? So it was more of a hobby slash survival mode. I'm a homeschooling mom. So in the very, very beginning of when my children were very young, my husband was the sole proprietor of his own business. So we are self a funded company and 
self-employed. So money is not always consistent. It's not every week. It's not even every month. So it started out with like, Hey, you know, he got tomatoes. I'll never forget it. He brought home a bushel (laughs) of tomatoes, a bushel. I had two babies at home that were under three years old. And he brought me home a bushel of tomatoes and said, can you figure out what to do with them? And I figured out what to do with them. Didn't work out that well, but it was for me. And that's kind of how the hobby started. And it started almost 15 years ago. I never was taught by, you know, it, it's not a generational thing. So mm-hmm. my mother, my grandmother, nobody did this. <laughs> <laughs> I self-taught myself. I did a lot of research on my own. I did a lot of experimenting and it progressed. And it progressed to the point where friends and family would then say they used to come like coming to our houses for parties because then I would pull out like different different desserts that I would just have created because I'm home and I didn't have a vehicle and it was just me and the boys and you know we we did it as a family and so it just slowly snowballed the friends and families then just paying me enough to cover my expenses until gee about four years ago six years ago we moved to the country And then about four years ago, my husband happened to go into a local shop and said, hey, my wife makes these awesome jams and jellies. Would you ever do a consignment? And he said, sure. And then he came home and told me and I'm like, well, thanks a lot because I don't know what that entails. So, (laughs) you know, the research began. I, I got approved by New York State Department of Agriculture and I have not looked back. It's slow in the beginning. Mm-hmm. and word of mouth and then I got a job at the post office and it just started to slowly snowball and then another store actually contacted me a person through my church mm-hmm. they had a cup of grace in arcade and so that kind of balances out a coffee house slash a dance studio all for Christ mm-hmm. so started there was my second shop and then I started to snowball and I started to get more and then COVID hit and believe oh, yeah. it or not, a lot of people ordered local then. And it started, one friend told another friend, told another friend, and I started getting more and more sales. Then I jumped into doing craft shows. Well, then I built the website. And then I started doing craft shows. And it has, through no grace of my own, I will honestly say, it has grown to be this business that I never thought would be a business. Yeah, that's how typically. (laughs) I mean, it's to the point now where people barter with me for my jams and jellies. I can actually barter for other things with Mm. them. They seek me out Mm. for my products. And, you know, one of the things with my company, it's called Tis the Season. And a lot of people, (laughs) I get a, I, I get certain people will give me slack about the name because they say it's too Christmas related. There's, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing it. And as we all have seen through history and through the Bible and many stories, God has always provided, he's always taken very little and made it very prominent or very big because mm-hmm. it is him that is the glory behind it. And that is exactly how I feel that this so-called hobby business came about. When I was seeking out a name, I did pray over it. And it was through, I'm going to say it wrong because I do every time. God forgive me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) ECC, Eglaskius 
3-1. Ecclesiastics. So, mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> it took a while to, to actually, um, <laughs> it took a while to actually learn how to say it, but go ahead. But so that's really how the name came to be. It was through prayer and through that particular verse 3-1 to a to every season there is a time and a person a reason a purpose under the heavens and that's why tis the season is tis the season new york although a lot of grumbling may happy we have four beautiful seasons Mm -hmm. that i think the benefit of each season and i create and that's kind of how the expansion came from jams and jellies not just the fruits but I embraced the winter months by adding the soups. The spices really do well when it's grilling time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the desserts is anytime. I don't know about you, but I like dessert anytime. So yes. <laughs> so Especially chocolate. More, yeah, it's more just the season isn't just a solely product-based company. It is actually embracing the seasons of life. So I unify all of that, all of every show that anybody goes to see me in has the opportunity to accept a gift from me, which is a scripture bracelet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are on my website. So when you place an order, you can get it for free. You just have to add it to your cart. I pray over all of the jams and jellies when I make them before mm-hmm. every show and ask me any question. And I'll tell you my testimony on the spot because it is all for the glory of God. Because I don't know about you and the rest of the people out there, but I am always finding myself in a situation where I I have to seek him out. It's like in every hour, every minute, every second type thing every day. Oh, yeah. And because you know? we have to seek him out daily. And I love that what you said about um, the Bible verse Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, because it is just the season and every season does have a purpose. And, I'm, uh, and the thing about it too is like, who's who's to say that we only can have you know desserts during christmas only like we could have it in any season spring summer fall i mean it is prominent for the winter but we still have some desserts well right now i want some dessert (laughs) it's not so much that they were saying that when people hear the name tis the season new york that their mindset automatically goes to christmas which in a way it does but true new yorker <laughs> we're like oh just the season for construction just the mm-hmm. season you know for mm-hmm. for grilling or campfires or whatever and so we embrace all levels of the seasons of all four seasons in new york oh yeah oh yeah no in florida we only have like two two seasons winter and summer so definitely. <laughs> so yeah. how long does it take you to actually work on your business for each day? For each jam? For each day. And how long I, does it take it to, to make a jam? That's actually a good question. Well, it depends on the jam that I make because I make one batch at a time. I do not double or triple to get through it quicker um, because it could compromise the setup of the jam. Mm-hmm. Um, so depending on the jam depends on how much it makes. So one batch of root beer jelly will make only three jars. So in order for me to have a good amount, I have to make that jelly four or five times. But the bigger one I would say would be my winter jam, which is cranberries, apples, and pineapple. 
It's mm-hmm. very good. <laughs> and that good. More. so it'll make like six jars. So if I want, but that's like one of my top sellers. So that I'm making like three of those, right? To make a good substantial amount to have on hand when I go to my shows. And I do make sure that my jam, so when they're sealed, because a lot of people have this question, once they are sealed, they are good for 12 to 18 months. Once you open them and you put them in your fridge, they'll last two to three months, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. longer, depending on the jam or the jelly. Mm-hmm. The flavors usually don't make it stick around that long, but that's just my <laughs> opinion. But with that said, I have eight different locations that I constantly am restocking. I go to the locations once to twice a month, depending on where they are at. There's always at least 30 jars of jam on the shelf at each location. But the week before my shows, like the first two weeks before the show, I'll be canning the jams. And then the final week before actually going to shows is where I put together all of my spices, all of my soups and all the desserts. They are in heat sealed bags and before I label them, but life the way it has it, I try as my might. I am usually up until three or four in the morning, the night before the show, giving everybody the freshest product and I do everything the night before. Oh, nice. So everything pretty much comes out fresh. Mm. Yeah, everything comes out fresh. And then when I get orders on my website for like the spices and stuff like that, I actually make them fresh. That's why it'll take like three days in order to complete an order because I make sure I'm giving you the best product that I could possibly have. Most definitely. Now, when it comes to your particular products, where it has, where it's jams, what is, what are, what's one thing that you wish you had known before you started to make it officially a business and not only a hobby? I don't know if there would be anything because I was canning for so long prior to it. And I can more than I sell, meaning like I can for my family on top of canning for my business. So I wish there were other products that I could sell under the New York state agricultural guidelines. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the only thing that I would have changed differently is maybe got a commercial kitchen but I know right now I cannot afford that I can't afford that kind of overhead and still provide everybody the affordability in my products because my products are not just there for me to have a financial gain I do Mm -hmm. look and sell for products that will help families stay families and what I mean by that is get the cook out of the kitchen and have the time with the family (laughs) it's not just about you know, it, I try to have no additives, no preservatives in my stuff. So mm-hmm. that's why the spices um, are made so fresh because I don't want to put that extra garbage in my body or my family's body. So I don't want you doing it in your family's body. So, but I don't know about you, but I am always like, oh my gosh, it's five o'clock. I got to cook again. Like it happens every day and yet I'm surprised. Right. So it's nice to just go into my cabinet and pull out, like, for example, my chicken seasoning and okay, I'm going to add, you know, two tablespoons of this with some Parmesan cheese. I'm going to shake my chicken and some Italian dressing covered in this and bake it. And then I have dinner and then all I have to do is worry about a side, right? Mm. So 
and that's what I've been kind of doing and I'm trying to kind of make it more cohesive that way. So they're not just everyday meals, they're family meals too, right? So mm-hmm. meaning gatherings, right? Some of the soups are for big gatherings, Super Bowl parties, or, you know, just a family gathering for, I don't know, we'll say a birthday party or an anniversary, right? Something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, especially during the winter when all of the um, holidays are coming about and around and everything. Exactly. So like I said, it's more everyday life than it is a, a celebrating everyday life versus celebrating a certain time in life oh makes yeah sense. it makes sense because the thing is is that if you're a working mom you work at 40 hours a week let's say you're working at 40 hours a week right right and you have to pick up the kids from school and then if you have an active um like your, one of your sons are extremely active and then your husband is extremely active in their life as well then he have his own business you have your business then let's say you lead a bible study then you don't or it's just anything. We all have a busy schedule and a hectic schedule. So if you could buy one of your suits to cut time to, instead of going to the store, then you have to go to the grocery store, you know, meal prep it before you cook and then make sure you season it. Then go through the time of, okay, when you season it, you want to leave it for like 30 minutes so those flavors can actually get into the food. And then it's just, it's so much. And then you still have homework to do. What if they want to help with homework? You're a stay-at-home mom. So with that being said, prioritizing what's important, what's not important, um, keeping up with the news, even if you even can, keeping up what's going on with the community, going on I'm at your church to see how you can get involved. Maybe you will cut down those two hours to cooking to now having a meal that's already prepared, and that way we can actually enjoy each other time. Right. Then it's more helpful than creating a problem or just talking about it all day. <laughs> Especially with um, the COVID um, restrictions are being lifted off. So now it's just a matter of, okay, how do we go back to normalcy of going, leaving the house and spending ample amount of time together? Right. So of course it's helping our families, especially if you have a larger family. So (laughs) you have two, what about a a family that's a five or a family of six or um, that goes beyond that? Even sometimes family of one just wants to get a break. (laughs) Just oh, to get I a agree. break, like cooking seven days a week. Sometimes you're like, okay, I just want to cook two days, you know, a break or the, and, a week, you know? And at the same time, too, people that host parties, we all know what that's like. Yes. Enjoy the party. But if you can season meat and put it on the grill, nobody walks away from a grill. But if you put it in an Instapot <laughs> instead, right, mm-hmm. now you can enjoy the family and it'll cook just as if you put it on the grill or you know what I mean so and I actually do like dips and stuff like that vegetable Mm -hmm. dips so that you can make you know a quick dip that you know is healthy my newest one is bacon chili cheddar (laughs) Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I just good for lunch well that's because it could be used as a dip you're gonna laugh at this put it as a dip um added to chili to spice it up because it has a little bit of kick to it Mm -hmm. but also as a baked potato topper Sometimes it's those little things, those little garnishes too, that you need to like, oh, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't want to do that. Right. So it's kind of nice that you could just whip it up real fast and pour it on the top and call it a day. (laughs) Oh yeah. Now I could definitely have that right now. (laughs) But um, one thing I did want to say, another question I didn't want to ask, if you could be a, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? I guess 
I want it to be very clear, my company name. Underneath it, I always list the scripture so that wouldn't change. And then I would just put the products. So it's very clear message of what I stand the foundation on would be the scripture right away, right? The right. name of my company so it can be found. Um, <laughs> and just what I can offer and probably a tagline, something to the effect that, you know, where every day is special because every day is special. And, and I think people lose that. Like you mentioned, the busyness is going to start back up. Running from one place to another is going to start back up. And I don't know if you remember this, but in the beginning of COVID, everybody was like, oh, it's so nice to slow down. We got, we got decluttered the house or we played games and we did all this. And I don't want people to lose that. Every day is special. Every day is a gift from God. That is why it's called a present. And I don't think anybody that receives a present should put it on a shelf. Oh, no. So, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, if you really look at it, the, the present is a gift. And I mean, I actually do this to my children too. Like if your grandparents came over and gave you a gift, would you open it up and say, ew, gross? They're like, no. I'm like, well, of course not. So don't wake up grumbling about the day because you have school to do or whatever, because God gave you this day and that's a gift. And all you're doing is turning is. your nose up to God and have fun having accountability on that one because I'm out. <laughs> okay. It is true. I, I love that perspective. It is a good, every day is a gift, you know, from God. It is. It is. So absolutely. And I and I'm want to go on record saying that I'm not always the best example. I wake up grumbly too, but I do try to put my life back into perspective through prayer, through the devotions in the morning, you know, reading my Bible, but I am certainly not little Miss Mary Poppins every morning. So I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? Oh There's yeah. Like, Sometimes you need that devotion. Like, yeah, that my kids grab Pop Tarts and I'm like, get going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give anybody the impression that I'm like, oh, come over here. I'm, you know, June of Ward. And <laughs> <laughs> like it's always sunshine and roses and the birds are chirping. No In fact um it's funny <laughs> i don't know if i should say this i hear the birds chirping every morning where i live every morning i'm so serious like if i don't hear them chirp i'm like wait did i wake up am i still dreaming like it's every morning and it's it it the thing about it too and it depends on the time i wake up so if it's at six o'clock seven o'clock ish every morning at first i was like who this is like a movie scene like you know because it was COVID still going on and everyone was close so I'm like am I still watching this show <laughs> well you know what it's funny because in New York that's one of the first signs of spring is coming because in winter you don't hear the birds right everything's closed up and whatever and it was really funny because just the other day I'm like oh my gosh it's our first robin which in New York you see a robin you know springs around the corner so you get like all filled with hope right but this poor Robin, I'm looking at this poor Robin and the snow is blowing. It's standing on this winter covered branch. And I'm like, oh, you're not happy. <laughs> I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> and then too, that's, a, that's beautiful though. It is. It was, it was a very creation. Scene, but it did also put me in personally into perspective that, you know, it did sing. It did fly away because of little feet were probably cold well, like but 
it was a perspective of, you know what? Um, we all need to be content on where we are at because again, absolutely. God, so as much as that poor little Robin, it, it was still a message to me. So, you know, but I do, I do wait for that time when I can hear the birds chirping. Oh yeah. Especially in the morning. Like, yeah. All right, Lord, thank you for another day. It could have went differently. I did want to add on to say that when it comes to Ecclesiastes three and one, um, I mean, I like that. That's might not be my favorite, but the, my favorite is, um, 11 when he says everything happens, everything beautiful happening is timing. And like, you know, how we should enjoy life 11 and 12, um, specifically. Um, but that's different because I thought I was going to hear about, you know, Jesus loves you billboard. So I like that billboard because we do tend to forget other verses. We do like, we, do. we know that, you know, John 3.16, John 3.17, you know, we know these verses, but a lot of people don't know Ecclesiastes 3 and 11. I mean, 3 well, you and know, 1, excuse me. So that's different. Because over the years, I knew it, but like, didn't know it, you know, like I didn't, I, all right, it's going to sound horrible, but it was like one of those scriptures you kind of glaze over, like, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know, there's time for everything, blah, blah, But it was like, through, it was honestly through prayer over should I be doing this as a business? Should, what am I going to name it? Blah, blah, blah. This is what actually I feel God spoke to me about. And I went back and really prayed and read into it more. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess mm-hmm. took it seriously. I hate to say it that way, but that's kind of how it mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Now, one of the qu- the signature questions every guest get asked is, "What does business and faith means to you?" Um, they're interchangeable. They're meshed together. They are one. Business is one aspect of a person's life. You either choose to work. You either choose to work into a company and build up something through a company or you go out and you make a company right Mm -hmm. so to me Mm -hmm. success is not based on like your your net worth or your wealth or or anything to me who you can reach through a company and how you reach them my goal is it's not just a product base. It is, but it isn't, right? Mm. My real true goal behind of this is to bring joy through our seasons of life mm. to families and individuals. Um, so it's more, not so much a season climatic, like mm. from the climate, the season's changing as it is the seasons of life because we've all been through different seasons of life. Oh, so. Yeah. When I look at my personal business, I see where the faith of has grown the business. Like the faith had to grow before the business grew. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, hey, I got a business now. Help me. Let me have faith that it'll do well. It was actually the reverse. It was the faith came before the business. So I don't look at them as separate entities. They are meshed as one. Does that make sense? It makes sense. 
That makes sense. Because that's the thing. I, I didn't think of it that way either. Is either you go out and create a, have a business or you go out and go work another company. So yeah, it makes sense. Faith and business could collide together pretty much is what, you're, is what I'm hearing. Maybe a listener could hear something differently, but that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and that's like both of them are growing at the same time. I know my faith has grown not only in my business to have my business do well, but my, my faith has grown on a personal level. I have gotten closer with God. I have gotten more, I, like I want to say more of an insight to his character that is bringing me closer to him through what I'm doing, because I do get to stop and smell the roses. I get to oh, go yeah. and pick the blueberries in the bushes. So I get to see all like this. The, I don't know why he created ticks, but you know, like <laughs> I get to see the ugly creatures as much as I get to see the pretty ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have these little conversations with them. Like, why did you create that ugly bug? Or why did that <laughs> sting me? I didn't do nothing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Because I so do, funny. I think, well, because I go out into the fields, I do help the farmers as much as possible. And I will either pick homegrown fruits that people either bless me with, um, or I'll go to like farms that have like you pick strawberry patches and things like that. I go to the local farmers markets, um, which is also something I do with my children. So it brings us closer together as I shop for my produce, they shop for whatever crazy thing that they get their like you know, into boy things, right? Football cards mm. and stuff like that. So they find their things, they do collecting things, but we do it as a family. They even pick with me. Um, sometimes I go to the Amish community and I've come closer with them too. And a, a totally different culture that I probably would have never gotten to know as well as I do now. So it's really brought me full circle in so many different levels. And that's what I hope for every, every, Every contact, every, you know, sale, whatever you want to call it, I, I pray for it to bring glory to God in all of my hot mess of getting things done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> the hot mess in you, you give it glory to God because he's the only one that can put us together. That's why he says he's only together, and he's the only one that knows what really goes on in my house. It's like you know, I homeschool my kids. So I'll be in the middle of a batch and they'll be like, can you help me with this algebra problem? And I'm like, do you see the hot pan of water here? Like, no, <laughs> gotta wait five minutes. <laughs> you know, or, or I'd be you know, like, do you even remember? I'm like, wait, what, how do you do algebra again? <laughs> oh, oh, well, that's another thing. It's like, well, wait a minute. I gotta, I gotta refresh my mind how to do all this. It's like, it's not like you can look at them anymore and just say, oh, that's a square. <laughs> we're, we're high school. Oh, yeah. So we oh, get yeah. more deeper conversations and, but it is a fine balance in my house. I wake up every morning and I feel like, um, you know, I, I hate to, I'm not trying to put like the attention on myself, but I'm kind of like the hub. Like if I don't wake up and I oversleep, everybody oversleeps. And oh. so you know, I'm the one that's there that, you know, cracks the whip. Come on, we got to start. We got to do this. We got to do that. And then I got to set up so much time for my business and I run my husband's business. So I set so much time aside for his business. Oh, wow. And then I set time aside for family time, meaning, you know, like at a certain time I got to stop and I, I cook dinner for them. And then 
you know, some nights we play games, sometimes we watch movies, sometimes we all go in our separate little different directions, but, you know, planning stuff and doing stuff like it all is in one wrapped up day. So not always nightly, nicely needed wrap do I graciously <laughs> I'm that mom. <laughs> I'm, I'm out there. If you want to know the truth, just ask me. <laughs> right? Like no hiding, very transparent. And, oh, and yeah. yeah, we do. <laughs> mom out there that has been in the middle of a devotional and has her kid ask a question and I'm like do you mind I'm reading <laughs> and then I have to ask for forgiveness because that's just all kinds of wrong but it's the <laughs> truth sometimes it's like you just I just want to have my tea and I want to read my pages leaving alone okay <laughs> I, I don't want to be a mom right now can you can I take the mom hat off I just oh, want to be a daughter of God that's it I don't mind be having the mom hat all the time but like I said, they're in their teens. You can't see my head looking down at pages. <laughs> no, I can't answer a question. Valerie. <laughs> Valerie. <laughs> Come on. But no, definitely. <laughs> All right, maybe I'm a little <laughs> Valerie. <laughs> but no, I totally understand. It's just kind of like, come on. <laughs> but um, one day I'll go through that season of being a mom before right now. I'm a vicariously live through you. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to say thank you for taking your time out for um, interviewing with the Meals Life podcast. This segment's gonna go ahead and come to end. any last words you want to say, anything that you want to um glorify God with, thank God. And um, you will find her information on the show notes at different locations. If you're in the um, Buffalo area, or if you want to visit the Buffalo area after winter, after the snow, uh, <laughs> or in between, if you're a Floridian that love the snow. But we have, we do have great ski country. So <laughs> most definitely like you can still visit New York outside of winter, outside of Christmas. The, <laughs> the jams or the desserts or the soup will still be available or the spices for your food mm. but um <laughs> did you have any last words before we close out nope all i would say is i hope everybody can find as much joy as i had in this interview in all seasons of their life and if you ever want to just follow me on facebook or instagram and you don't have to make a purchase just let's join together in christ and let the seasons of life explode and everybody see the glory in God in it. Amen. Exactly. Even if. <laughs> exactly. So thank you, Valerie, for taking your time out. We will welcome you always to the Beatles Life Podcast. And you know, we hope you have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. I would like to say thank you for all of our listeners for lasting this long on the show. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed taking the interview, but this show would not be completed without you. <laughs> well, I do want to go ahead and take the time out for wherever you're listening. Please, if you're listening in the car, keep focusing on driving. <laughs> but um, this show would not be completed if I did not take my time out to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior. According to the Bible, Romans 10 and 9 says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you believe this wholeheartedly, 
you are now a follower of Jesus Christ. As a new believer, the Holy Spirit will guide you to a local church where you could have other believers walk alongside with you. So in that way, you could grow, you could learn, and as well, you could serve on this journey of salvation. Well, thank you for listening to your Entrepreneurship Podcast. When you have a chance, please subscribe to this show. If you would like to be on the guest of the show, hey, sis, how are you? <laughs> please email me at kingdomfirstmediallc at outlook.com. Or you could shoot me a DM or a personal message as well on Facebook. Or, like I said, again, the email is kingdomfirstmediallc at outlook.com. I would love to have you on the show. Speak to you next week. <laughs>